Hi, this is Pastor JC. I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast here at Faith Outreach Church. We want to invite you anytime you're in the area to come by and visit us at 3001 Wallace Avenue here in Terre Haute, Indiana. Sit back and enjoy today's message. Seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wasn't uh, last night wonderful? I don't know about you, but I needed to hear that message. Amen. Remember to count it all joy right in the midst of our tests and trials. Amen. You know, sometimes you know what you're supposed to do, but you just sort of forget it. And then you just need that little encouragement to get right back. Yep. Praise God. Get right back up on the horse. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Open your Bibles. I want to, I got to get somewhere this morning. And uh, so go to Ephesians chapter 1. 15 through 22, and it'll be in the New King James Version that I'll be uh, <clears throat> talking out of. Hallelujah. How many is believing God with me this morning? Amen. Amen. It says, Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Hallelujah. How many has been believing for that, asking for that? We ask for it daily. Glory to God. And um, it says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. You know, as soon as you find out what his calling is, you found your calling. Because your calling's hid in him. He says that you would know the hope of his calling, that you would know what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in you. I just might as well just say it's in you. Amen. Praise God. We're, the, we're saints. And that what is exceeding greatness of his power to usward. Hallelujah. Who believe? And got any believers in here this morning? Amen. According to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Now, here's where I want your ears to be attentive this morning, because this is going to have a lot to the direction where we're going to go. (coughs) Raised him from the dead, seated him at his right hand in heavenly places, far above. Everyone say far above. above. Amen. He could have even just said above, but he went ahead and said far above. Amen. Above all the principalities, all the powers, all the might, and all the dominion, and every name that is named. Well, you know, that would include Corona virus. It says, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come, and has put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over the things to the church. Now, I'm not going to preach on or talk about, we're, we're not going to spend any time on being seated in the heavenly places. But Ephesians 2.6 says that you and I have been raised together and made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So when Christ was raised and seated in heavenly places, you and I were seated there. Amen. And not only just seated, but we're far above. All the principalities, all the powers, all the dominions, and every name that is named. Now, I want to read to you the Message Bible out of 2023. Now, before I read it, I just want you to remember the Message Bible is a paraphrase. Or it's not a translation. So, sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. It's, it's, you know, just like the New Living, uh, there's a New Living Bible, it's a paraphrase, but then there's a New Living Translation. Okay, so there's a difference. So the paraphrase means the, the one who is interpreting just sort of put what he, you know, the way he felt about it. So there's some good in this, and I just wanted to uh, bring some light on some different things. So it says, all this energy issues from Christ. God raised him from death and set him on the throne in deep heaven in charges of running the universe everything from galaxies to governments no name and no power exempt from his rule and not just for the time being but forever he is in charge of it all well see this is the part i had a little uh, issue with because he is he's overall but he's not running everything yeah 
All right? So, so you know, because if, if he was running everything, then, you know, all this is running rampant right now, you'd, you'd come away, well, God's got a purpose. God's got a reason. No, no, they don't work that way. He's above it, but he's not running everything. Amen? We still, we still have got the God of this world that is in the earth, uh, in the heavenlies. So, but here's where I want to get to. He says... Uh, the church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. Now, see, the, the um, idea is that the church is on the outside. And that, you know, the devil and everything that's happening, you know, is running its course. And we, have, we, have, we can't do anything about it. And he's saying here, he says, no, it's the other way around. He's the church is the leading force in the earth. Yeah. And, the, and the, all the other stuff, the world is on the peripheral. Yeah. So see, if I'm the center, then, you know, I can see these guys over here, but they're on my peripheral. There's the side, but I'm the, I'm the main force here. I'm the main person here. So the world is not the one running everything, or should not. Let me let me rephrase that. Should not be running everything. Now, now listen to this part. This is what I like. He says, the church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body. Okay, or where, who are we? Are we the Christ's body? Okay, so when he speaks of the body of Christ, it's always also in reference to the church. So we're not just talking about faith outreach or journey or we're talking about any other church. We're talking about the body of Christ. That is what is called the church. Okay? And so he says here that um, the church is Christ's body. Now listen to this. In which he speaks and acts. Who speaks and acts? God. Did you see it? The, the body is how God acts and speaks today through you and me. So if the body is not, to, is not going to cooperate with the head, then we're limiting God. We're limiting what God can do in the earth. Now, this is big because we think that everything's in God's hands and that God is just going to do everything regardless of what we do. But that's not true. He needs you and I to cooperate. He needs you and I to work together. The head, Jesus, is in heaven, but his body is very much on the earth. And so the head, can only, the head can only fulfill and do the will of God as long as the body will work with the head. And he even goes on and says here, which I like, it says, by which he fills everything with his presence. Well, how does he bring his presence? Through the body. Yeah. Through you. You're what brings God's presence wherever you go. Yes, amen. We were talking to someone last night, and you know, and they're they're, they're in a, a little you know tricky situation right now, but the, where they're going to be at. But the fact of it is, where they go, God goes. Yeah. Where they go, the presence of God goes. Amen. And that what they say and do should be a reflection of what God would say and do. What you and I are doing right now should be a reflection. You know, when we say that we say, in, or when we say in Jesus' name, then we're saying if Christ was here right now, he would be saying and doing the same thing. Because we're in his stead. Are you here? Amen. And so... He says, the church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts, by which he fills everything with his presence. 
So well, there's no way that you and I should be filling the pres presence of the grocery stores, the doctor's offices, our jobs, our families. There should be no way fear should be coming, coming out of us. Not whatsoever. Because why? Because we're God's representatives. We're his ambassadors here on the earth right now. The church is the ruling force in the earth. Not the devil, not sin, but the church. And who is that? We, it's us, the body of Christ. If the devil is going to be restrained in the earth, or you can say any of the, the foul diseases, plagues, anything of that, it's going to be by the church. Because all of the origin of sin and everything is in the spirit. And we're the ones who have authority over that. And really, God needs our mouth. God needs us to rise up and speak. God needs us, amen, to walk and to be him in the earth. We've been here in, the, in Matthew 16, 19, talking about, you know, the, the, the rock. Talking about the rock, uh, that God is going to build his church on the rock, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That's a true statement. Yeah. But let me tell you, without even doing, going into it, I'll tell you exactly what the rock is. That rock is, one, a revelation of who you are in Christ, and it's talking about being the body of Christ. And the other part of it, the rock is your authority, understanding your authority. And if you have that, then you're on the rock. You are the rock. And that's where then, you know, the next verse, he says, then take the keys. Because why? You're the body of Christ. You're Christ in the earth. Secondly, what? Why? You've been given this authority. You've been commissioned. You've been told to go in his name. He says, now go and bind. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. See, you're not going to do that if you're intimidated. You're not going to do that if you're not sure who you are. You're not going to do that if you're ridden with fear. It's always going to be from the defensive way. Oh, God, protect us. Oh, God, help us. Oh, God, you know, see us through. And he said, no, 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 no. The church is never to be defensive. It's always to be on the offense. We're always to be on the offense. Could you imagine Jesus going around? You know, the devil, you know what he's did with us? He, is, he, he gets a fire over here, and so we'll run over there and try to put it out. And then he puts a fire, and so we're running over here trying to put it out. Well, that's not being led by the Holy Ghost. That's being led by the devil. God is always five, six, a dozen steps ahead of the devil. He was so far ahead that the, the Bible says if, if he, if the Satan had known that what God was up to, he would have never crucified the Lord of glory. He would have done it. Hallelujah. Amen. So, one, I want you to know this, that you have authority. You are the body of Christ. Secondly, you're here by divine appointment. You are, it's not by chance that you're alive right now. That's it. Amen. It's not. It's not. We could say, well, you know, I wish, you know, we didn't have to go through this or face. Well, get, quit wishing it. It ain't going to change that. You're here. God knew you'd be here. He needs us. Amen. We're called to the kingdom of God. What? For such a time as this. Amen. We're never, the church is never to be on defense, but we're always to be on offense. And we have a commission. We have something right now that we're supposed to be about. Yeah. Amen? What is it? What is our focus that we're to be about? Well, I believe that it's the uh, Great Commission. Yeah. It has never changed. Right. Never has. And it's always go into the world and preach the gospel. See, the devil's trying, what, what he wants to do right now, he wants us to hunker in. He wants us to, you know, get, in, get, in, get among ourselves and just be in a, a, a posture of, you know, just, oh, Lord, help us through it. You know, get us through it. No, this is a time we should be advancing. Um, I grew up on a lake. I'm not, and really, I don't like to fish. And that's, you know, that was weird. Well, I don't hate it. I'm just not a very good fisherman. 
Because I just want to stay active, you know. If something's not happening, then I want to get out and swim or do something in it. But anyways, growing up in a lake, I would fish at times. And I did find this. There, was, there, there were uh, better times to fish than, than not. Uh, it seemed to me, you know, I, again, I'm not a fisherman, but if you would go out on the lake right before a storm, and when it's real calm and peaceful out there, you know, you could, you could see it on, you could see the trees, you could see the leaves beginning to turn, and you could see, it was just, you knew something was coming, and the lake was just real calm, and you'd go out there. It seemed to me it was always a good time to go then. Just go out there, and you, you'd start bite. the fish would bite. But there was always better times than not. Listen, if there's ever been a, a best time to reach the lost, to reach the harvest, it's right now. I don't know how many, how many times I heard after 9-11, years later, how that the church really dropped the ball. Because they were coming to, people were coming to the church, flocking the church, and we were just trying to comfort them. We were just trying to, you know, talk about, well, you'll be, we'll be resilient, we'll come back. Instead of preaching repentance, instead of preaching that, uh, Jesus Christ and salvation. We did, I don't, you know, because, you know, the churches didn't stay full. Well, listen, we're not going to drop the ball this time. This is, a, this is a prime time to reach the lost. This is a prime time to tell people about Jesus Christ. There is so much, this, this world has so much fear, so much unknown, they have no idea what's getting ready to happen. Jesus is coming back. And he's coming back soon. Amen. So, we got to be, we got to stay focused. We got to stay focused on the big picture, and that is going out and telling people about Christ. So here's what I here's what I, I felt led to talk to you about today, because there is one big tool in you and I, you, yours and my tool belt that I believe that is for this very time, and I believe it's the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I really do, and I believe that it's primarily for harvest. I heard someone talking about the day of Pentecost. And that the day of Pentecost was on uh, during that ceremony of harvest. So it, it was showing right there, signifying it's about the harvest, bringing in the loss. Amen? So I want to remind you today, I just wanted to bring some scriptures up to you about the importance, why, we, why the baptism of the Holy Ghost is so important to you and I. And, uh, and then hopefully I was going to try to just get a few minutes and then we just uh, pray, in the, pray in the Spirit. So let's go over to Acts chapter 1-8. Acts chapter 1-8. How many are filled with the Spirit? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I, I, we got saved in 1982 and just a few weeks after that got filled with the Spirit. Um, you know, I personally believe that it's going to be easier than ever to be filled with the Holy Ghost now. I really do. I believe that if, if a person even remotely desires it, it's gonna, they're going to be able to just right step into it. It's that important to God. <clears throat> Acts 1.8. It says, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Number one, why do you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost? The Bible says we receive power. Power to what? Power just to, you know, consume on ourselves and, you know, make it where we can just worship God. And Oh, man, I feel that. Woo, glory to God. Man, those goosebumps. Oh, man, do you feel that? Oh, you can shout and run, dance. Well, I think there's a little more to it too, don't you? Yeah. It says here that you can be a witness. Yeah. Witness of what? Witness of the resurrection. Witness of God's deliverance. Witness of his salvation. Witness of his healing power. See, you receive power. We talked about it. Um, the um, evangelist, I always forget his name when I get ready to say it. The, the, over in Africa, what was his name? 
No, T.L. Osborne. Oh, yeah. T.L. Osborne, and uh, he was out at Brzee's preaching, and he got up and he started talking to everyone about, you know, all the things that God had done in his ministry. And then he, then he made a, 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 a petition out there to him. He said, anyone, uh, anyone out here wants to have hands laid on him and, and be anointed, come up here. And so, you know, everyone had seen, they, all, they knew his ministry, they knew that millions had been, you know, saved under his ministry, miracles, signs and wonders. And so they flock up there and they're starting to flock. And he says, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. He says, why do you want my anointing when you've already got Jesus' anointing? You already got it. I said, you already, you already been endued with power. You've got the greatest. Amen. What you need to do is believe that. You need to just take hold of it. You know what I've found this. It's not, it's not that you don't have it. It's just you're not using it. And you know, I'll tell you something. We've, I've already, we've already began to see it. We've been doing the healing miracle services. This will be our uh, sixth month, I think it is, we've been in it. I've noticed as we are starting to be faithful to it and continue to do it, I'm noticing that the anointing is getting stronger and stronger. We're start, and we're starting to see more. And see, that's the thing. You know, it's at the beginning of any time you step out in faith, that's when you're always going to have your greatest oppositions. That's when you're always, but if you'll stick with it, if you'll, just, if you'll stick with it, you'll keep laying hands on the sick. If you'll just keep preaching, if you'll just keep, you know, telling people about Jesus, I'm telling you what, there'll be a breakthrough that'll come. Yeah. Glory to God, it'll open up to you. But that's the biggest thing. People just don't stay with it. They hear it one time. They, they say, yeah, praise God, I'm going to do it. I'm excited about it. And they start out to it, start out doing it, and then they stop. Why? Well, because nothing's happening. I didn't see anything. Uh, Lonnie Schrader was telling me one time about a man who had it on his heart. He just, he, the Lord, he just really was impressed that he was supposed to pray for people with blind eyes. And, uh, and so every meeting, he'd call people who had blind eyes come up. And they'd come up, he'd lay hands on them, they'd go away blind. they go, and, but he kept doing it. And he said about after 200 people he pr- prayed for, all of a sudden, in one of the services, one popped open. Right then, instantly. And then, then another one to pop open. And pretty soon, almost everyone that he laid hands on, glory to God, their eyes would open. Well, what if he would have gotten discouraged? What if he would have began questioning what, you know, he felt he was called to do and what he was supposed to do? Well, he probably never walked into the fullness of what God had called him. Amen. You've got to stay with, you have to stay with it. You have, to, you have to persevere in it. Amen. The word is true. Amen. It'll work. But you've got to work it and you've got to be, you have to be consistent. So you have received power. Say, I've received power. Amen. Go over to 1 Corinthians 14.2. You might think, well, you know, I'm just really uncomfortable talking about Jesus. That's what that power is for. Amen. That power is to make up your awkwardness. Now, this is a good one. This is one I like. And this is, the, I want to, let's look in the Amplified. For one who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto man, but to God. I always say it this way this is your hotline. Why do you? Why do we pray? Why do you want, need to pray in tongues? Because man, I got a direct hotline to God. Direct hotline. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, when I need to talk, and, and I'm not even sure what I need. To, Lord, I just thank you. Glory to God. I, if I, when I pray in tongues, Hallelujah! I'm talking to you. I'm talking right to Him. He says, "I'm not speaking to man, but I'm speaking to God." For no one understands or catches his meaning. Does that include you? Yes. No one. Everyone say no one. I, I, more people question me on this. Well, what are you saying? Well, why would you talk if you don't even understand? Well, I got scripture for it. There's no one that's understanding every, they're, what they're saying. 
We're doing it by faith. Amen. If you're going to step over, if you're going to step over into this, what God has, the fruit of it, you're going to have to do it by faith. You need God's word. If we didn't have this scripture, we'd be nuts doing this. We would. We'd be actually crazy to, to even entertain this. But thank God for the word. Amen. He says, For one who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto man but to God. For no one understands or catches his meaning because in the Holy Spirit, I think King James says in the Spirit, hallelujah. You say, well, you know, I, I'm, I know when I'm in the flesh, how do I get in the Spirit? Well, one, one quick way is just start praying in tongues. Yeah. Get right in there. Hallelujah. You can just jump right in. You know, some people like to wait in into the water, and some you can jump in. You can just jump right in by just start taking off, praying in the Holy yeah. Ghost. Now, let me tell you something that helps me. This helps me. Because, you know, I know these truths, but just because I know them doesn't mean they're fresh to me. And if I'll keep my faith stirred up in this, it, then it helps me to continue and do, you know, pray in tongues and pray with fervency and pray with a passion. Taking the word and, and, and feeding on that right before I do it. Or using it as I'm praying, reminding myself so it can, keeps me engaged. So he says here, as I pray in the Holy Spirit, I, or he, utter secret truths. Everyone say secret truths. Hidden things. Everyone say hidden things. That are not obvious to your understanding. All right? So... Here's, here's the way we get over into the supernatural. Gets, we get beyond our understanding, what we know. Our knowing is very limited. Your knowing is very limited. Yeah. But we got the all-seeing and the all-knowing one living on the inside of us. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, that's not going to do you any good unless you can do something that's going to activate that. That you're going to do something that's going to cause that to begin to work in your life. And the way that it begins to work is as you're praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in other tongues, then he says, by the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Spirit, then you're going to begin to utter secret truths. You're going to begin to think the things that are hidden to you right now that you need to know. Amen. There's things right now that are around us. There's things that are in your life, things in this church, things in our nation, things that are hidden from us. Amen. And that we can't, we can't just rely on that, well, you're smart or, you know, you've done this before. That's not going to work now. That's not going to work. No, we need the wisdom. We need the might. We need the knowledge of God. And the only way that we're to tap into that, you say, well, you know, just pray long. Well, gosh, I just, I'm sorry. I've never, I'm, when I got saved, I never was in that group. I don't know what you do, just set, you know, getting on your knees and not saying nothing and just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I just never have been able to do that. I've got, you know, the Bible says, pray, pray in the spirit. Glory to God, pray these things out. Get over into those places where you don't know. Get over into those places that are hidden. Hallelujah. Let your mouth be used by God. Let him, let him move through you and begin to declare and decree things in other tongues. And the tongues of angels. The supernatural. If we need super on our natural. You need it. Amen. So he says, when I'm praying in the Holy Ghost, glory to God. And I'm saying, Lord, as I'm praying today, praying over my life, calling order to my day, Lord, there's things that are hidden I don't know, but you know. And glory to God, I'm believing, Lord, the Holy Ghost, you're going to bring these up. You're going to pray these things out. Hallelujah. When it's time for me to know, I'll know. But I don't have to wait. Amen. I don't have to wait until I get to that place. You can go ahead and begin praying them out. You can begin disclosing them. Hallelujah. Number three, Romans 8, 26 through 28. Say, thank God for praying in tongues. Praying in tongues. 
Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. This new King James. You got a weakness? Yeah, we all got weaknesses. What is it? For we don't know what we should pray as we ought. I don't care how many prayer meetings you go to, how many prayer seminars you go, how many times you read about prayer, and if you've learned about prayer, you still got that weakness. You're always going to come up to the place you don't know every. You, there's no way that you can know. You can't know what's going on everything. You don't know what you, the things that you don't see. You don't know about tomorrow. You don't even know about yesterday what's been done. We have, that's our weakness. That's our frailty. So do we just, you know, throw up our hands and accept defeat? We just accept, well, you know, whatever comes will come. Just, that's our fate. Well, that's the way most Christians are. That's the way most people live. Because why? Because it's all in God's control. Well, it's not in God's control. He put it in your control. Yeah. He put it in my control. He put it in the control of the body of Christ. And so then if we, if we fall to that lie and just accept that, you know, well, you know, we can pray and ask, but it didn't happen, so it must be the will of God. And just, well, just ride the bumps out and ride a, every, the, you know, everything that happens, just accept it. Well, you know, God has a, God has a reason then, then we're really just giving the devil the reins to, to everything in our lives, in our, in our nation. No. But you don't, but here again, we don't have to know everything. And you're not going to. That's our weakness. That's our frailty. There's, there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that. There's nothing wrong acknowledging when you go to prayer. God, I, I'm dead. Everything I know to do, I don't know what else to do. I, I prayed every way I know to pray. I've, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've studied everything I should have studied here. I've got all the information, all the knowledge that I needed to go. I've talked to everyone who is very studious, very knowledgeable in this area. I've done everything I know to do. I don't know what else to do. Well, you're not done. I said, you're not done. You're not stopped. What can you do? Well, it says here, but the Spirit himself. Everyone say the Spirit himself. The Spirit Hallelujah. Say the Spirit in me. Makes intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Well, we also know that it also means talking about praying in tongues. Hallelujah. And so we know that if we, we can rely upon him. And so well, how do you do that? Holy Ghost, I prayed. I, I prayed the yeah. prayer of faith. Uh, I'm in faith. Glory to God. And so Lord, now I'm just going to spend time praying the Holy Ghost over this. I don't know. It just helps me to know that, you know, I think if you, if you ask him to do something, that's where he's going to, that he'll land. Yeah. Amen. I mean, if we ask him, okay, look, we're going to pray over our city right now, pray in the Spirit, I believe he's going to hook up with us and pray over the city. And so I, I ask him, if I've got a dire situation or I've got something in my life that I am, you know, believing God for, praying over, then, you know, I'll pray over that. I'll say, Lord, I'm praying over this right now that's going on in our life. I don't know what to do about that. And so the Holy Ghost does. You do. And so I'm asking you to hook up with me as I pray in tongues. Glory to God. And let's pray over this. Well, what, what does it say here? He said, now he who searches the heart knoweth what is the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. You want to pray according to the will of God? Here's one way to do it. According to the will of God. And then he says, and right then, because we've done this part. Not, this is just not a, a statement or not a verse you can just take out and shout about. It's because you've been praying in the Holy Ghost. He's been interceding through you. And then we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Well, I'm just, I just want God to do it. No, you've got something to do. You have a part to play. Hallelujah. You're going to have to spend a little time. You're going to have to give time to this. How many, how many times are we up against a wall and then we just, we're just going to throw up our hands and just accept you know, the outcome? Well, this wall says I can't go no further. This is it. This is all I can go in my life. And here you've got something that is supernatural of God, glory to God, that you, that, you, that you can use, praise God, to bust through that. Now, verse, let's go to number four real quick. Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. This is probably one of my favorite ones I use. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Now listen, you have to ask. There's someone's got to ask. That's what gives God permission. Amen? But it says here that God will do super abundantly above what you can ask or think. Now how many, how many of you could use a little of that in your life? Amen. All right. Well, then notice he said, well, it's going to be according to the power that worketh in you. I personally believe, since we just read Acts 1.8, he said that you'll be endued with power from on high. I believe that that power came through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I think that as you will pray in the Holy Ghost, it's like, you know, the old generators that had the crank on it? And the faster and the more you did it, then the more power would come out of it. And, you know, we had it in science class. It light up the little light bulb. Well, it's sort of like that. As you'll heed to the Holy Ghost praying in other tongues, it's like that power begins to generate on the inside of you. According to the power. Because why? We've seen over in 1 Corinthians 14 too, it said that when I pray in other tongues, I pray not unto man, but unto God. I'm asking I just don't know what I'm asking. I'm requesting. I just don't know what I'm requesting. Because why? It's secret truth. Hidden things. Not obvious to my understanding. So as I'm doing that, I'm generating power. And the Bible says that I'm giving him permission to do exceeding abundantly above all that I could ask or think. It wasn't me. It was the Spirit of God in me asking. And I'm telling you what. He's always going to ask to your benefit. He's always, going to, he's always going to be about you. It's always going to be about the plan of God. Always about that. I notice this, that the more I'll do that, the more I'll see happen. I'll say it again. The more, I do, the more time I spend praying in the Holy Ghost, the more things I see happen that really I was sometimes not even, I wasn't even aware that I needed it or was even going to ask for it. It just showed up. I'll take this verse and, and, you know, and just pray over my day and say, Lord, now today there's things I need to do. There's places I need to be. There's maybe people I need to see or, people, or people need to see me. There's things that, you know, things that are uh, out there. I have no idea what's going what's gonna to happen. And I wouldn't even know to ask you. There's so, much, there's so much unknown about even today, tomorrow. I, I wouldn't even know what to ask. But you know, you know uh, tomorrow better than yesterday. And so here, I'm going to pray in tongues today. Glory to God. And as I do that, then I believe you're, you're making divine setups for me today. You're putting things in place I don't even know need to be in place. I'm believing that, you know, today the Holy Spirit will lead me. I'll be in the right place at the right time, always. I do my confessions, but then I pray in the Holy Ghost. And, and with that in mind, glory to God, you're going to meet my need today. There's things I need today. I don't, even know, I don't even know to ask you. But the Holy Spirit does. 
So, Lord, thank you right now. Yes, Lord, I thank you. You're right now rearranging my day. I thank you, Lord. You're putting things in motion for me today in Jesus' name. Yeah. Lord, I want to thank you. Glory to God. Yes, you're doing exceeding abundantly above because the power is working. Hallelujah. And so I'm praying, and, I'm, and as I'm praying, I'm believing the Word. See, that's my anchor. That's what's helping me to stay passionate about it and stay connected. It keeps my mind stable. Because your mind's unfruitful in this time, because you, have no, you don't know what you're praying. But see, the Word is helping me stay in that place, in that place of the supernatural. Amen? James 5.16 says, The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. There it is. Power again. We're making power available. When we were in, um, we went to Colorado years ago, did a camp meeting in Bertha. And, uh, and so anyways, we were on the way. Well, it was uh, Brother Hagen was having meetings at Maryland Hickey's church. And so we went out a week early, went to those meetings. And, you know, one thing about Brother Hagen, I always came away, when you're in his service, you, wanted to, you left there wanting to pray. Because you just heard all the stories. He was a man of prayer. You know, we, you know, we know him as a, most people know him as a man of faith. I always knew him as a man of prayer who knew God. And, uh, and when we left those meetings, there was just a, such a hunger in us to want to spend time praying, praying, praying in the Holy Ghost. So our uh, friends, Jay and Debbie Eberly, was with us, and they were part of the meeting. And so, we, so we, made, we sort of made a pack. We said, you know what? During the meetings, after the morning meetings, let's go back to the hotel, and then let's just pray an hour every day in the Holy Ghost. And uh, no, no real agenda, you know. We, didn't even, we, we were praying over the meeting a little bit, but just wanted to just pray in tongues. Because we've been, we were so stirred up hearing all the, test, the stories and, of God and, and all the things that had happened, you know, in, the, in Brother Higgins' ministry. We just thought, man, we want that. So we came back. and So every day we went to the, their hotel room, prayed in the Holy Ghost. Just praying in tongues, just walked around praying in tongues, you know. Well, on the way home, when they were taking us to the airport, you know, I've, I've got uh, long legs. And so a lot of the planes that I get on, you know, if I'm not in the aisle for the, the door or whatever, then I'm crunched. It's just like, it's, sometimes it can be miserable for me because my legs are up in, you know, my nose. And... Um, and so when we went to the ho- when we went to the check or the uh, counter to check in, I asked the girl there who was checking us in. I said, um, well, "Do you have any seats that are um, at the exit rows?" And she looked and, and she said, "Oh, I can see why because you're you're sort of tall." And I said, "Yeah, and it's sort of uncomfortable." And she said, "I tell you what, and I go, I'll do I'll do you one better." She goes, "We're going to put you up in first class." <clears throat> I said, really? I said, that's awesome. And we never even been in first class. We didn't even know what to expect, you know. But man, riding it, you want to be there all the time. It's nice. Yeah, they take care of you there. <clears throat> well, so anyways, so, um, oh, I forgot. I wanted to say this. Before we got there, we prayed. We were praying on the way to the airport. And we got an agreement that we'd get good seats. And so when we got there, all this materialized. Well, anyways, as we were walking down through the airport, going to the gate, the Holy Ghost said to me, he said, the reason why this is, reason why you got those seats is because you spent that time last week praying in the Holy Ghost. And then brought that scripture to my remembrance, that he would do exceeding abundantly above all that you could ask or think. Well, you know, I came back, I told Jesse, I go, you know what, I believe the Lord said to me, was the reason why this worked out is because we, we spent that time praying in the Holy Ghost. And that was some things that were coming out of our heart, asking for divine hookup and, you know, and maneuvering. And so, um, so then when we got home, there were several other things that happened. Just out of the blue. Uh, someone gave us something that was pretty it was significant. Uh, for the church, and when that happened, then again, I was quickened. 
the Spirit of God said that the reason why this happened is because you spent time praying in the Holy Ghost and I was able to do exceeding abundantly above all you could ask or think. Then it was, you know, within the same week something else happened. Then I was quickened again about that. Why? Because that's the power that's being generated in you. Amen. When you're praying in the Spirit, then you're giving God liberty and freedom to do those things above and beyond what you could even ask or think. See, this is something that God wants us to regularly live in, not something to happen once in a while. Okay? This is not something that, you know, that once a year or something like this, we should be able to stand up and, and testify. No, this is something that he wants happen on a regular basis. But you have something to do. This is not something that is just going to automatically happen. And God's not choosing and picking who he do this for. He's doing it for those who will generate, get according to the power that work the power within them. Amen. I don't know about you, but every time I even talk about it, even go to that scripture, I'm, I'm purposely thinking, you know what, I, want, I need to go pray more in the Holy Ghost. Why? Because I like that. I like that favor. <clears throat> I like seeing things happen on the, uh, God's hand on it and just showing up. <clears throat> Amen. And he wants to do that for you. And you can do that on anything, actually. Amen. I mean, I'm believing God for my ear right now. And so I'll pray in the Holy Ghost. And I said, Lord, I'm believing, I'm standing, doing everything I know. But I know as I pray in the Spirit, the same anointing that uh, filled me is the same anointing that heals me. So I'm yielding to that healing anointing right now. In Jesus' name. I'm telling you, the baptism of the Holy Ghost has not been given enough importance in our life. It's not a badge that you wear and just say, well, I'm filled with the Spirit. That's not, what the, that's not what it was supposed to be. It's a tool that it brings us into the, the, the supernatural, what God has for us. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to take a few minutes. I had till 1130, so there's seven more minutes. We're going to pray in the Holy Ghost. We're going to generate some power. Amen? Amen. If you're not filled with the Spirit, then all you have to do is just ask God, fill me, and then just go ahead and just be, uh, start yeah. speaking in tongues. Yeah. Amen. Let's stand up. <clears throat> Hallelujah. 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 So we're going we're gonna to work off that one scripture this morning, that he'll do exceeding abundantly above all that you could ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So, Father, we thank you right now as we pray in the Spirit. Glory to God. We believe. Hallelujah. That the power of God is being generated in our lives. That it's working in our family. It's working on our jobs. It's working in our finances. It's working in our bodies. It's working in our church. It's working in our city. It's working in our state. It's working in our nation. Hallelujah. As we pray in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. You'll do exceeding abundantly above. Glory to God. All you need is our willingness and you need our time. Hallelujah. You just need our willingness and you need our time. Come on, generate some power. Generate some power. Glory to God. Do it on purpose. Do it with passion. Do it. Glory to God. Knowing that as you pray, the Spirit of God is speaking through you right now. Hallelujah. He's speaking through you the will of God. He's speaking through you the things that you don't know. The things that you don't see. The things that you don't understand. But glory be to God. You've got a helper on the inside. You've got a helper on the inside that's there to assist you. That's there to get you over get you through get you to the other side hallelujah oh glory to God Lord we pray for the lost hallelujah glory to God for the harvest it's not lost <laughs> no it's harvest time Time. It's harvest time. Oh, glory to God. Yeah, the fields are white. 
The fields are white and it's time. It's time. Yeah, it's time. It's time to get in the field. It's time, glory to God, to pull out the tools. It's time to get to work. It's time to get to work. Oh, no more no, no more fretting. Glory to God, but just letting, just letting God, let God be God, let God be God in you. Yes, hallelujah. Let Him move you, let Him speak through you. Glory to God. Suko no more Yes, Elimando, Mendelamankite, Mansolo Borik. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is our church's finest hour. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes, and this time, it's time for the power. It's time for the power. It's time for the power of God. Demonstrations. Demonstrations. Yes, demonstrations of the Spirit. Demonstrations of the Spirit. Demonstrations of the Spirit and power. Yes, as never before. As never before. Oh, Sikinaman Sokoro Vroshidea. Yes, Salamanda Kosodo. Yes, yes, yes. And he'll use you. Yes, he'll use you. Yes, Solomode Kansidea. Yes, Salamanda Kosolo Bote Kisi. Important. Yeah, you're important to the plan. You're important. Glory to God. Vital. 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 You've been placed here for some such a time as this. Yeah, you've been here called, placed here for such a time as this in the kingdom of God. Yes, there's no one that is insignificant. There is no one that's in the body of Christ that's worthless. No, glory to God, you've been called, you've been anointed and justified and raised up, raised up for this time. Woo! Yes, 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 yes. Don't look down. No, raise your head up. Raise your head up and shout. Yes, yes, yeah, the fear, the fear. Yeah, it's the devil who's fearing. It's the devil who's afraid. Yeah, Solomoro Kosidea. Yeah, Sokono Moho. Yamaho. 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 Halemasideman Sokori Vendekia. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, praise the Lord. Get the tool out. Come on, let's get it sharpened. Amen. If you haven't been using it much, get it back out. Praise God and just pick it up, take off with it. Glory to God. Come on, change, change, your, change your environment. Praise God. Change your, let's change this, this region right here in Terre Haute. Glory to God. He, he only needs a few. Praise God. Believers, glory to God who will step out and, and be used of him. You're the body of Christ. Go speak and act. Amen. Praise God. Let's take a minute. Go ahead if you need to go to the restroom or something and then come back and then Reverend Larry is going to come up and uh, bring the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.